knowing what is meant for me will never miss me and what is not meant for me will never come to me welcome back to another episode of a to the show uh this is uh look at that another wise guys episode we're back at it again um we got saeed in the uk we got amir in saudi we got abbas in new york spider-man and we got ali shimri in jordan (laughs) Me in LA, look at that international wise guys. <laughs> Spider Man, as it should be. And now we're gonna that's we're here to talk about like a really important topic, and it's something that's really affecting all of us. I feel like um, I feel like last year and especially this year has been the craziest years of my life. <laughs> and for I wouldn't say crazy. I'd say worst. I wouldn't. All right. Well, crazy because uh, I feel like it's been ups and downs. You know, like just right. feel like oh, everything's changed. Yes, everything's changed, and uh, a lot happened this year. A lot happened a lot. this year. All right, it felt like ten years. Just saying. let's jump right into the topic for today. Uh, Saeed, do you want to tell us what the topic for today is? No, I'm good. You can say, Adi. All righty, All right. duck, duck, love go. The, let's love, go. Love the mood. <laughs> the Great Resignation, also known as the Big Quit, is an economic trend in which employees voluntarily resign from their jobs en masse beginning in early 2021 in response to the COVID pandemic. Pretty much millions and millions and millions of people are quitting. <coughs> September alone, like it was like 4.4 million people in one month, like 3% of the U.S. workforce. The workforce. In one month. And What's the reason they're quitting, quitting for, by the way? What is the reason they're quitting for? Well, um, the COVID-19 pandemic has allowed workers to rethink their careers, work conditions, and long-term goals. As many workplaces attempt to bring their employees in person, workers desired the freedom to work from home given the pandemic. And then it's led to a chain of events, pretty much. Pretty much, that's it. Like work conditions, uh, a lot of people who were working before realized that, you know, after the pandemic that, oh, you know, I could have died. <laughs> And that could have been the end of my life. And I spent all my life, you know, day in and day out working on something I really don't like. So I might as well take a chance doing something I like with my life. So the pandemic was like like basically a wake-up call. Pretty much. Ooh, that's like a little inside joke. (laughs) 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 What makes Uh, you think it's a wake-up call? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) It's so crazy. I'll tell you about it later. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you guys are very dirty. You guys are very dirty. Yeah. I have a question about this, like uh, quitting. Did they all resign? Is this just based off on the US or is it like a worldwide trend? I think it is a worldwide trend, from what I understand. It is like primarily in the US, but like everything, the US leads and everyone else falls. <laughs> you know? Oh, no. Man, you want my honest truth? What's your honest truth? People are going to hate me for saying this, but like, I know that sometimes people don't have the chance to get to university and I'm, all of us are very privileged that we got the chance and opportunity to go to university. Because I feel like a lot of them are people that had the chance and decided not to go. And, you know, I know they realize that, oh shit, I'm stuck here doing something I don't like with a you know, with no uni degree or anything. And like, it's starting to well, catch up I mean, to them, but. You say to yourself, man, it's like, yeah, you like, I mean, you're studying medicine, not best is studying right. medicine, right? We're all like, 
you know, educated and stuff. And yeah, or, my yeah, job, you know, I love my job. Alhamdulillah, man. Yeah, but I can't imagine if you were working, if I was working in a restaurant or something, <laughs> as a waiter or something, how that would affect <laughs> my life. Or, And I think part, part of it's also is like, we have the internet nowadays and we can all like compare it to each other, right? Like someone in India, whatever, can look at Facebook and see that. I'm here living a good life, doing a podcast, whatever, and he's working at a factory. We're both the same age. We're both, you know, human beings and stuff. What makes him less than me? Why does he have to slave away while I live a good life? I think that's part of the... Generational consequences, I would say. Yeah. Like, the reason you're... Okay, I can speak for myself, for example. The reason I'm in a good spot is because my dad was in a good spot, and that was because his dad was in a good spot, right? So it's kind of like a series of good choices made ancestrally. Is that the word right. I want to use here? I don't know if yeah. what I'm Generational. Saying. You said generational. Yeah. yeah. So generational good choices led us to be in this privileged place that we've been in. Yeah. So should I, if I was a part of, for example, let's say I was in a generation where bad choices happen and I'm in this shit spot that I am today. Should I really be complaining about, oh, it's my dad's fault, it's my mom's fault, it's my Or should like, I be the person to be like, you know what, let's break this cycle, let's not make it worse for my next, you know, youth? Yeah. Should I start slaving away so that maybe our child could have a better so, future? Like, uh, I do want to bring up a point, Ali, that <laughs> you're you're right, and like it's the, it's the like we're in the discussion now, like for you know. Like our family, our ancestors would never complain like, oh, work is too hard or stuff like that. We mm. did it. But now we're doing it, right? Does that mean we're lazier or that we're softer or that? I think we are lazier and softer because back then it's like a do or die, right? Like they all came from nothing. They all did. Abbas, you don't agree with me? Abbas shakes his head. Let's I, I want to hear what Abbas. This is the first time Abbas disagrees with me Ooh. on the show. I want to hear what you say. No, no, it's not that. But I think we already <laughs> talked about this. Is that back then, bro, you're your dad and your grandfather and your great-grandfather they i personally I, i feel it was much easier to make money man i i feel it was yeah. much easier to do anything back then right now this is this is the do or die this is the hard stuff you know like when when we like we take things okay like me and you were studying a lot of us here are like we're studying getting degrees but for the people who don't have degrees bro that you can't break the i don't think you can break the cycle of poverty and stuff like that I, think, I, I, I disagree because a lot of people like if you go to the you you you're in the united states right that's where yeah. you're studying medicine right now how many of the people around you their parents are privileged versus their parents are not so privileged they work like i bet you there's a lot it's of a mix. them that's, no but what, yeah. what i mean is that right now if you were to drop out of med school and work it's going to be very hard as compared to even 20 years man 20 years before that was when like you could open up a random ass business and make money yeah yeah i think uh like i, I want to ask you guys a question you guys who want to be doctors right <laughs> so i met uh, a few days ago i met this guy who's a doctor in an icu pretty much and um he was like telling me how like crazy it is working he works on content and such and like The people there, no one believes in the vaccine. Everyone's getting COVID. Everyone's dying from COVID. He's in there in, day in and day out. And he was telling me like, yeah, everyone's so burnt out. Like he's like, I wish I could just quit my job right now being a doctor and just open up like a falafel shop pretty much and sell sandwiches. <laughs> Literally, that's what he told me. This is a doctor. 
<laughs> yeah, but even if he did the falafel shop, bro, it's gonna be so hard opening uh, work from like scratch right now. Right. There's just too much competition. I just think right now this the human population is is, is overcrowding and it's too That's much. That's not true though. That's not true. Really, yeah. Oh, yeah. I, there is a saying I want to talk about also that is very related to what we're talking about now. I forgot how it went exactly, but it was like uh poor man works hard his son works blah, blah blah and then he becomes rich and then because he's rich his kid becomes poor so his kid were i forgot it's the saying that's so, somewhere around that no tough times create like strong men and strong men create easy times yes. easy times create weak men weak yes. men create tough times yes it's, yes something yes. like that bro. yeah yeah that's that's not that something that's exactly it yeah <laughs> why, why were you guys saying you disagree? I mean, like I, know, I, I disagree with the second part of your statement. So the first part about it being difficult and uh, really time-consuming, probably harder than being a doctor. Uh, running a business is a successful business, especially a falafel shop, probably saturated <laughs> with competition. Yeah, that's that's probably really hard to do. Man. But the second part about the population—that's just not true, man. The facts are against that. It seems like we're gonna peak at 10 billion and at 10 uh -huh. million uh, our production reproduction and the rate at which we're dying is going to be almost equal bro so we're kind of stuck at that point and we're dropping at 10 bill so far that's what like the studies show yeah and there's also the idea that we're producing so much food and we're getting faster at producing it and we're ending world hunger and reducing the amount of diseases and we're adding nutrients to staple foods like um, salt. Uh, you know, they're adding iron now to salt. So they're trying to combat iron deficiency by adding iron to salt. Because vegans um, don't want to eat meat. You're, you're, adding, you're adding folic acid and vitamin B to, to meat. And there's a lot of things that you're doing to help the, uh, feed people the right types of food in the world. And so uh, population is not that much of an issue and it's becoming less and less of an issue, an issue as we progress into the future. So but that's I was, why... I was yeah. talking less about food and more about like like businesses, like the competition. Working, yeah. yeah, even yeah. businesses. Yeah, that's, the, 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 the income per capita is increasing. The, uh, people are earning more money per person. Uh, the poverty line is increasing. Uh, there's so much positivity towards... Like, yeah income and you know there's you're freeing up so as with anything people are always scared of like technology that's disruptive and like replaces jobs but then you open up new jobs and new ways of bringing value and you open up like uh tremendous uh, opportunities for uh, income being generated now the main issue is actually making sure that this income is like being spent in a way that kind of uh trickles down on us you know the fancy economists like to say but uh that's difficult to do but you know there's uh, uh they uh i don't remember who it was the authors but he, he wrote this book and he he rates the nations based on like uh, how well they do that so he created like some way to rate the nations based on how well they do that and so the you mean like first world, second world, and third world uh, countries? Kind of like that, but he just rates them as per uh, the how good life is in that yeah. overall, you know? So he doesn't just rate the economy, he rates it overall. And the 
you know, the Nordic East seem to be doing really well. So uh, what is his, uh, what are his metrics for uh, the ratings? I, I can't remember. That's the thing. If I'll, I'll get back to you. So I'll <laughs> do some research. I just know Norway was beating everyone. Yeah. I know the so social yeah. democracies were doing the best. Dude, basically. how come like Norway and Sweden and Denmark are always ahead of everyone and everything like education? Yeah. So he, he argues it's because of social democracy. So, so he's a socialist. Well, social democracy is not the same as social socialism. In, in short, socialism, you know, people, the government owns the businesses. Social democracy, uh, <clears throat> businesses are still owned by by people, but. You don't tax the corporations; you tax the people. It's a right. very weird. Uh, anyway, yeah, I'm digressing too much. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> anyway, yeah. anyway, income, bro, income is improving. That's what I'm trying. I to think do. the the social part of it just refers to that, like at least people are being heard, and they're what they want is being taken into consideration. Versus in America, at least it's all about the what the shareholders want and about where the money goes into. <clears throat> you know, it's a very capitalistic place. And we're seeing it right now, like, uh, you know, all the work that, like, um, I think part of the reason of like, why this is happening, you know, it's not like it's communism happening everywhere and everyone's like waking up, whatever. I think it's more like people have been pushed to the edge for so long and bosses are just getting away with just, you know, pushing people to the edge. And because it's competitive, they fire you, they get someone else to fill your spot. And they're getting away just... with murder, man. Look at Amazon and the <clears throat> shit that's going on every fucking month or two someone dies in a workplace because of, you know, safety hazards that aren't being checked, right? But then again, the motherfucker is the richest man on the earth. Who the fuck is going to talk to him? He can legit afford to buy him his ass out of any situation, <laughs> you know? Yeah. And, and, and I think big corporations need to stop looking at workers as just numbers and stats and people that get shit done. And start to look at them more as humans. Oof. Maybe that could be a yeah. good reason. You sound like a socialist right now. <laughs> no, no, it's not. Listen. By the way, I want to question this point because uh, we're saying we're talking about a very large corporation such as Amazon that has a, lots and lots of warehouses with a lot of employees right. uh, working in them, those places. So, and every now and often, like someone dies. But the thing is, this is a very large corporation and because of the amount of people that are working there, the percentage, which is the same percentage as other businesses, it's just going to seem like a bigger number of accidents happening because it's just a bigger company. Right. While you won't notice the same thing in the smaller company. Uh, you know, right. listen, I, you're right. You're what right. you're saying is right. The, because there's more people, there's more of a chance that this type yeah. of shit happens. And with the, the bigger news, sample. You know, like the news and the media, they, as soon as they get a whiff, they over-dramatize it. I'm not against you at that point but still if you think about it like amazon has the capabilities and the money to yeah. make sure that shit doesn't happen as That's often true. as it is happening you know yeah so what you're saying is right but you have this factor that also plays a heavy role in the whole situation so it's like it's it's it comes down to this when a large group of people don't fuck with what's going on, they're obviously gonna all take, you know, unite under. It happened for hit like history, like think of the French Revolution, right? Think of any revolution that ever happened ever. It's a bunch of people that disagree with shit. And they all bound together and they're like, fuck it, let's all do this shit together. So but it's I, like I agree with you guys, but there's a lot of things that people don't take into account when they evaluate like 
assets and um, the net value of, of someone like Jeff Bezos or Amazon. Like, bro, if you look at Amazon's net profit margin, it was like 6%. Bro. That's super reasonable for a corporation. If you try to increase like wages or costs or <coughs> offer more services, how, how much before Amazon starts running at a loss, bro? <laughs> so I don't know, man. If you look at the balance sheet and you, you understand what's happening, you kind of, I mean, uh, from a business perspective, it's tough to accomplish those things, man. From a government perspective, it's probably easier. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. That's but I, <laughs> it is really crazy, right? Because yeah. what you're saying is like, like, for example, I mean, it happened here in Hollywood, too, where like there was the biggest union strike out of all the Hollywood workers from the cameras to the editors to the lighting people, et cetera, et cetera. They all like like 50,000 people were on strike. Uh, this was a few weeks ago. And all they wanted was instead of working like 12 hour days, they'd rather work 10 hour days. Instead of waking up at 6 a.m. and coming back home at 8 p.m., they just want to have a reasonable work schedule and stuff. And it passed. It went through and things have gone mm. a lot better. But it's like, <clears throat> you know what I mean? It's like, yes, uh, <laughs> a balance, like, sheet is right. And, like, you know, there are ways to make profit and grow. And you want to grow as a company, obviously. Hilibus, why go on a strike? Why not? Yeah. I mean, sorry, why quit? Why not just go on a strike? Why lose your job when you can just have your jobs? People try, yeah. man. People try to keep their jobs. It's happening everywhere, man. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> literally, <Yeah>. there is. <laughs> I'll just tell you this quick story, but like, yeah. there is like in in here in downtown LA, there was this like, and during Thanksgiving, there was this like turkey restaurant that does like tur Thanksgiving meals and whatever, and they were like uh, the workers had been asking for months, just like. Instead of getting paid minimum wage, they get paid a dollar above minimum wage, you know, like something like just like a dollar raise or something. <laughs> and then the company didn't, you know, fuck with it. And then what they did was the day of Thanksgiving, everyone quit. <laughs> and there were just like orders and orders and orders in the Thanksgiving, uh, like in the restaurant. And people came to get the food and stuff, but they couldn't come in. They could see it, but they couldn't get in the restaurant because everyone and the managers, they all quit. Uh, you know, people are quitting and they're making a show out of it. It really is crazy. And it's happening like the man of stories. I don't know if you've ever seen like the Burger King signs where they're like, we all quit. <laughs> you know, McDonald's, we all quit. You're seeing it everywhere. It really is crazy. Yeah. I haven't seen those. Uh, by the way, I mean, I wanted to ask you, you said it was easier earlier. You said it was easier for the government. As yeah, in, to address those things, of course. To address to address them as in like to make decisions or to actually implement them as well. No, so like what I meant was that you know the government spending uh, can really impact the economy. Yeah, and uh, and as you can see now with like the with the Federal Reserve increasing the debit, you know you're gonna expect inflation to keep increasing. Yalla. So, Till the tapering begins and then it's going to reduce again but here they are they're improving they're increasing inflation if they wanted to reduce it they know how to do that too if they wanted to like reduce buying power if they want to create more jobs if they wanted to spend more money on healthcare, they know how to do all of that they're smart people in government they're not dumb bro they're just i think so that's why i think the responsibility on fixing things like that falls more on the government than it does on the <coughs> on the corporation. No, no. 
the corporation is w- just tr- trying to provide a service. Uh, okay. If, if the corporation also- is like ty- tyrannical, then yeah. the government policy should put it in place. That's so are you are you talking about large companies or just like general all companies? In general, like policy should work in a way that benefits okay. uh, the consumer, uh, and pro- or like rather protect the consumer, uh, and uh, yeah. corporations should run at a way that where they can benefit, but they're not tyrannical enough with their employees, man. Like, that's yeah. you know that okay, can but happen. The thing, like, but say, the thing is, they do have a hand in saying in altering policies because first of all, <laughs> yeah. they have lobby large lobbies that can make sweeping changes in uh, in policy administration um and they have a major influence in that point so they can if they want to lobby for for example increasing in minimum wages or better benefits or anything of that oh, of course i'm not saying they don't care it's just like but like you were saying when you look at it at the balance sheet perspective they still need to make a profit in that yeah no of course they're gonna manipulate it if they care and and they will and they're doing that man it's just (coughs) that's not what's happening everywhere you know there there are good examples of nations that are doing that well and right obviously that's how human enterprise works you always find the benchmark you set the benchmark you look up to it and then you try to pass that and what i've noticed is some countries have set the benchmark some, some of them like corporate benchmark, where it's like, how can we make our corporations the best possible? And then there were mm-hmm. some that set the benchmark as human life. Like, how can we take care of every human in our nation? So I think that's the biggest difference. Now we're addressing different types of economies, because like, this is, you're saying the, the good examples, uh, they don't, they don't, are they coming from like capitalist, capitalist countries or? From like you mentioned earlier, social. I mean, there's nothing. There's nothing out there that's entirely pure, man. Like yeah. pure capitalist, pure socialist, uh, pure communist. There's nothing like that. So it's just all of it is like mix and match because that's what we need. You know, you kind of need to like find what works best and you're improving. It, you know, the Nordic countries, Norway. It's a. It has a lot of uh, socialist uh, policies, but it's not a socialist nation. It has stocks and stuff, so it's yeah, it's still a free market. It's capitalist, but it's there's the way they run their spending and the way they prioritize the the government plans is different than the way the U.S. does. You know, they don't spend as much on weapons, but they do spend a lot on uh, you know education development. So that's one big difference. You know, one thing that shocked me is that people are voluntarily leaving their jobs. They're voluntarily quitting as opposed to uh, the COVID situation, like people getting fired. You know, I thought I thought I thought the opposite was true. You know, I thought people were getting fired. I thought like jobs were being more scarce because that's what I heard, you know, but apparently not. Everyone's looking yeah, like they're low, you know. Help wanted everywhere, but 20 million employees quit since April. Imagine now, 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 because like the COVID situation is getting a bit, a tad bit more stable. Now we yeah. have Omicron, but like a tad bit more stable. So now there's like help wanted, help wanted. But before we're talking about 2020, I thought they yeah. were getting fired. Like I thought they were people were getting laid off. Is that true? Or you, yeah, you know? they, they were. A lot they of people were. got laid off. Yeah. Yeah, this is back when the pandemic was still mid-action, right? Yeah, because yep. I think the yeah, Grand Ali showed 
uh, was was 2020, was it? No, 2021. Yeah, oh, yeah so this it, year. it dips actually in 2020. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, okay. So yeah. people resigned less in 2020 because the, more of them were scared of losing their jobs. So yeah, 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 okay, okay. You know but, what I've noticed uh, that seemed very successful during the pandemic times? Is the marketing strategy for mental health awareness. Holy shit, man. They just got a, like a free, like <laughs> easy advertisements for, for that, for that shit. And I feel like that actually helped people realize, you know, to be able to make these decisions that we we're talking about, like they're quitting because they want to seek better options in their lives. So they, they also became aware about their mental health. This brings up a good topic that we should discuss next time, um, which is, uh, using AI in mental health. I don't know Ali, if you've read about that. But... I don't know about that. No. Bro, I've been yes. reading a lot oh. about AI recently because of my module. Theater. I love AI, bro. So the way they're using AI in mental health. Yeah. Is, oh my God. Suppose like you're you're sat with a therapist, so they record everything you're yeah. saying, and then uh, basically um, they can analyze patterns in your yeah they yeah they they analyze the the words the donation and they like try to figure yeah. out what kind of words produce the best results and what kind of words uh, any promote the patient to have the most uh, positive outcome towards change. So super interesting. We should discuss that. Man. And I, feel like that I read, I was doing the research about it and it's, it was also talking about AI and politics. That's also another thing. <laughs> but, but we're talking about robot AI, you know, because like we also mentioned how technology was probably going to take away jobs from people. But AI actually can do the opposite. It can like we were saying, like Amir said, it can create jobs, but at this end, at the same time, you also said can generate income on the point of that they can, because they're taking off all of the like meaningless tasks, like the, the manual labor that all people can do. And which takes a lot of time, they can now focus their work on the, the more specialized, more important tasks. Like humans can focus on those tasks instead of right. having extra, you know, fucking databases to work with and Excel sheets and to create all that stuff. So they can work hand in hand but it's, by it's keeping the same people. job. You're right, right? Like people like doctors, for example, instead of having to do the whole surgery, they can just monitor and they can monitor different <clears throat> surgeries whenever. So does that we'll change have... my pay though? <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. <laughs> it does, pay is determined by supply and demand. So, yeah, uh, no, because uh, AI uh, can also, uh, in a way, provide <laughs> in, provide income to be, be, like create the universal basic income for all countries. You know, yeah, because it, it makes a, a more productive economy. So then there's just like the governments can are being productive, and they have all these people that don't really have jobs, but you know, it's like in the Kuwait's idea, you know, <coughs> they can use that income for whatever they they need i heard quite well what what's going on you know how you guys have a you know how you guys have a ubi universal basic income yes ubi Basically, yeah but that's because we can afford that shit so ah! yeah a, well ai can help all countries have a ubi exactly yeah, yeah, yeah that's so that's, that's absolutely true, true man but then but then if you think about it why give a ubi to begin with you can just have AIs do everything and then have everyone just take reap the benefits. Like it's not farming. fucking Wally, man. We're not gonna go. I don't know. Like, <laughs> it seems like you're going that path to me. Like, okay, AI, let them do everything. We'll just sit here, hover through. You know space, what? Actually, it could be space. Wally one day. It could yeah, be in like know, 200 like, years. It's in the future. Actually, yeah. Why not? People spend too much UBI time. UBI is a good start. 
Listen, let me get this thought out before I lose it. Uh, we depend too much on AI. We forgot about the sweet of adversity and how good it is to go through shit while working. <laughs> like putting in the hard work instead of just getting AI and living like a Kardashian for the rest of your life, you get paid to exist. Like that's not, yeah. that's not fun. Let's be honest. I think, I think we mis- misunderstand what hard work is. Cause like we, <laughs> the way we perceive it, it's like, we perceive it as how our parents told us how to do it. You know, hard work is like using your hands. You have to fucking dig into the soil and grind. Like use, yeah, exactly. Physical grinding, you know. I feel uh, with time, it's evolving to something new. That's that's kind of the that's how the gist is, and we just have to find that new hard work because it's, I have to, you know they have tough times. Smarter, listen, yeah, but they had their tough times. We have different tough times. Doesn't mean I, we don't have tough times. Listen, let me tell you this. I have three friends that graduated from this university, right? And I asked them, I was like, how's the work life? They're like, listen, it's hard, but as soon as you get that paycheck and you spend it like a motherfucker, yeah. that, that feeling, that feeling that you deserve <laughs> that paycheck because you worked so hard is, is unimaginable. Oh. That's the feeling I want to get to, you know, it's getting paid good money because of the hard work I put the in. Leg. Ali, what if you died the day before you got a paycheck? Yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. That's so sad, man. Yeah. I mean, just it happens, it happens. Seven years from med school, well, I mean, not depressed. Your family gets your life insurance. <laughs> <laughs> not, uh, but it's like, I think that's what part of what COVID did was just like, it made everyone be like, oh, I'm going to die. I'm going to die. Oh, I'm not going to die. Well, as then you guys just woke up to the scare. fact that you're going to die one, one time. <laughs> Yeah, man, everyone had that scare, man. Listen, I thought everyone listen. was going to die. <laughs> no, 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 no. So what if, listen, uh, with this fear of death, I'm going back to this again, but the fear of death is the most retarded shit I've ever heard. We're all going to die. Every single one of you here, every single one of you watching right now, we're all going to die one day, be it tomorrow, the day after, <laughs> a month, a year, 10, 20, 30, 40 years from now, regardless. It's inevitable. Why yeah. spend so much fear and so much emotion on something that's bound to happen whether you like it or not? Okay, well, but that's not the point. The point yeah. is is that our time is finite. So why yeah. why why slave away doing something we don't love when when we can do something we potentially Why because love? because Dr. Abbas instead of depending on dopamine let's depend on endorphins. Oh! Instead of depending on that hormone, that? instead of depending on this that is the hormone, intro, boys. This is the first and second <laughs> intro for the episode. <laughs> that shit, you know? Listen, and I, listen, let me guys, what a wake up call, man. The wake up call that you needed. Put it as the, the fucking thumbnail. Dopamine, dopamine is a happy hormone. So is endorphins. The difference is, dopamine comes from shit like chocolate or smoking or that kind of mm. stuff. It's very temporary. No, that's also, by the way, technically, technically speaking, that's also dopamine, but that's not what I'm talking about. Endorphins comes from when you finish from the gym and you look at yourself and you're like, wow, I really lost weight. You know, I put in all that hard work and you feel good about yourself for maximum a week too, but that's good. That's the good kind of happiness that we need. Not the fucking dopamine. Because if we depend on too much dopamine, and every second we're going to try to raise the level of acceptance and, you know, the I don't want to get too medical here. Yeah, you know? true. Like, tolerance, whatever. Not, yeah, the tolerance yes. is going to be shit. Why not depend on something that's a bit more prolonged, where Why, it's going to take a lot of time for the sensitivity 
to decrease. No, yeah, I agree. That's where hard Bro, this work sounds comes like in. a presentation by a drug dealer to you know to try new shit. <laughs> like this is a like you know too much drugs. dope is not good for you, man. Gotta try the crack. That's <laughs> <Drugs laughs> the definition of, of the short term. <laughs> <laughs> feeling good yeah man this is why yeah. this is a wise guy's topic because it's uh it is kind of like it's confusing right because i mean it makes like of course work is going to be hard what do you think it's going to be easy <laughs> it's Nothing work. Right. you're getting paid Fuck, for it if, if, if existing at a certain point in your life becomes difficult what do you think about actually doing shit with it you know what i mean so it's like let's not stress too much this, this is to anyone who's thinking about quitting this job or her job we don't discriminate with gender. Uh, <laughs> let's not. Let's, let's not. <laughs> let's let's not focus too much on. Oh, my life is shit right now. Let's focus on breaking that cycle that you're in, so that your future generations and our future generations right. can all have a happy life, right? Because that's how it was. You would say, I'm going to round this back to the start when we said it was easier for them to, it was easier for them to start a business. Dude, they don't have the education we have today. Yeah. They have to start everything from scratch. The amount of trouble, our grandparents, regardless of what they did, the amount of struggle they had to, they learned their shit along the way. Mm -hmm. They had to really think about what they were doing. And just they didn't so know they don't end up like there. whoever is in our <laughs> age group and is not doing too well. No, no, don't get me wrong, not, by the way. No? I didn't say, I didn't say that back then they didn't work hard. But no, I, no, I know. You're just saying it, it was a bit more incentive to work hard. It's just, it's just different. Yeah, exactly. It's just different. So, so that's, so, so why don't we have that same mindset of, incentive to work hard because we live to... in different times bro That's okay different you can't times. compare this you is... can't compare the same it's not the same because like the, the environment internet. they lived in was different the, yeah, exactly right. they didn't have the internet back then they didn't have this, but what's the, uh, the same influence with working hard though Meshi, it's just different environments and different influences going on so you have different problems you can't really compare them because it's That's not the same situation because like if your if your dad masan was born in your time and you were born in his time it would be completely Two different really, like timelines right it just, just the just internet fucks with the whole universe the internet plus covid equals madness that's just what it is Basically, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, guess, I guess people people need to slowly start to remember uh, it's impossible and i remember we talked about this before how after covid people are not going to be the same and it's clear you can see it but if there remember, is a sliver <laughs> of hope yeah. no everyone looks blank they're like uh when did this happen i remember okay yeah we've been doing Wait, this what, what? i'm sorry i blanked out I didn't... Just, what did you we, say i said remember when we talked about how after covid everything's gonna yeah, change everything's gonna change nothing's nothing's gonna be the same as it was mm -hmm. yeah right? like yeah. i bet none of you even remember how life was like pre-covid we got too used to i remember I I, I honestly don't remember. I remember. You guys remember on Saturdays, bro. No masks. <laughs> so it depends on people like you guys who remember what life was like to try and help bring back that life. Because if we change, yeah. there's no telling if we're going to go on the good part of change yeah. or on the bad side of change. I agree. And each is worse than the other. Yeah. Good side could be good, but then turn bad or whatever. Bad yeah. side is bad, like bad, right? That's from the word. So, so wait, why, why are we trying to resist change? Why not we just why can't we just like explore? Because so I agree with him because like uh, some of it, yeah, I would critique it too because some of it comes from like romanticism. Oh, let's fucking all quit our jobs and just work from home, and, and then it's not calculating, bro. It's it's not intelligent decision making. It's just whatever, man. I don't yeah. know, man. Yeah, it just has to be research, you know. For yeah, exactly. It's mixed, obviously. Obviously, yeah. we had so many guests on this podcast, Adi, who have 
quit their jobs and started their own businesses, and that's how we linked up with them. Uh, right. The majority of the guests. But but that's not the new idea: quitting your job and starting your own business. That that's an idea that's been around for like a century. Yeah. Right. But mass quit till quit till quitting quit. Mass resignation. Mass. That's <laughs> the word. Mass resignation of a company's staff. That's that's. Like the worst to go was a strike, you know. Everyone would stand outside in their fucking uniforms in case they decided to quit the strike, right? And now it's gone to a whole new level of hey, everybody, let's just quit, you know, <laughs> bro. But what leaves just... a bigger message? Yeah, I mean that's, I mean that's the point, right? It's like you, do, you really want to say fuck you to these people that have been screwing right. you over. But at the end of the day, you're replaceable. Speaking so, of, so I mean, but twenty million not... people, bro. That's like a yeah, very exactly. large part of the labor like, force. I so got a... twenty million. I want to. Yeah. I want to mention this like little story that happened, where like yes, millions of people have been quitting from these large corporations, Amazon, <laughs> McDonald's, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. <clears throat> Part of the retaliation, like Layabaso, the the bosses, <laughs> they, they like they've been sending like AI job applications to all these places and like spamming them with like fake fake job applications. So all these employers are like going through the job applications. Oh, let me call this person. Wait, it's a fake person. Let me call this person. And they're like overwhelmed with job applications because it's AI. <laughs> and now they're like, oh, why are you using AI against us? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> stop it. You guys are so mean. That's literally what it's like right now. <laughs> I think that's also a fuck you to the, to the government because like they're supposed to be handling the situation and it's not in favor of these of the labor force so it's like basically a wake-up sign for them as well to change the way that they're perceiving these the policy changes right. and the thing is it's not just blue collar workers like everyone gets fucked man yeah yeah true That's did, did you you guys were talking i think we did an episode about video game developers and how they do that crunch period and they have to like develop entire yeah. games in six months period before then they get kicked out of the firm and it's so shit. <coughs> yeah. quit. It's a very toxic environment. It is very yeah. Toxic. It's, yeah, it's, it's all crazy. Yeah, man. But, hey. <laughs> I can't believe this is happening. Yeah. yeah. But uh I think you guys want to just wrap it up here. I don't see the time here. Yeah, man, let's keep going. This is uh interesting one. I think it's we a wise about every aspect. Yeah, it is. Okay. <laughs> I just That's think part of the, like, yes, times have changed before, like our dads and grandparents age to now is that I think we are all a lot smarter than we were back then, mostly because of the internet. We have access yeah. to information. Mm-hmm. And with that yeah, information. Sometimes ignorance is bliss, no? Like, yeah, do you think so? All this information. Yeah, look. This is where we disagree. Have as much information. <laughs> look. Hey, uh, let me let me let me just let me just go with this role that's happening in my mind right before I lose it. Uh, because someone because... someone give him a beat, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I, cool, I lost it. Right, <laughs> it's back, it's back, it's back, it's back. Go for it, it's back. Right, because we have the internet, and we're all like knowledgeable on anything and everything we want to know about. It's like it kind of fucks with us a little bit because back then they didn't have that kind of shit they just focused solely on what they had to do to make ends meet right whereas now we're over what's the word that's this is how i describe the feeling saturated spelling is that, is that the, uh, really say it? really just, <laughs> no like you know when it's like it's too much it gets too much so it's like a lot of distractions you don't know what yeah. to focus on everything is 
taking you from different Overwhelmed, okay. Overwhelmed. That's the word. <laughs> overwhelmed. Uh, because we're super overwhelmed, it's like we, we, we lose focus on what we have to do, I'd say. And uh, that like that's where I say ignorance is best. It's sometimes, oh, shit, fuck, what did I do? Sometimes it's better to not know. It's better to just focus on what you got to do to get to where you want to be. Right. That's if you can't handle the truth. You can't handle the truth. No one can handle the truth. <laughs> no, no one, one can handle the truth. No, I can't, I, I can't agree with uh, Ali Shimmer. Uh, you kind of want to, sh- you should focus. That's But you should focus, man. There's just too much to be aware of in the world right now. But if you try to be aware of everything and and to have knowledge on um, everything that's happening around you, you will be overwhelmed and you won't be able to make correct decisions because you'll be like, well, this impacts this this way, but that impacts this thing the other way. And it will be very difficult to weigh situations positively and negatively. Yeah, but there's also another thing I want to add on on top of that. And if you guys disagree with me, you can tell me. It's not just they're overwhelming us with a bunch of shit that's distracting us as humans. It's also our generation and the ones that are coming are growing to be more and more sensitive and let's care about the stuff. Whereas back then, people purely didn't give a shit. Like, it's not just they didn't know, they don't want to know, right? Ali, you mentioned Uh, something uh, important. You said that our generation and the coming generations are overwhelmed with uh, like with bullshit information. Right? a bunch of random yeah, shit on the internet and okay. uh, yeah and around but but the previous generations didn't have this amount of overwhelming uh, it's experience. not just that it's not just that they went through wars they went through all that shit right but Oof. on top of that they just learned to not give a fuck about that for a second let's focus on where i am right now Let's keep moving forward. Whereas now it's like we have to care for this movement. We have to care for that movement. And it's I like, would, I would disagree on that point, bro. Because if you look, for example, I know us as Lebanese people, just like look at our parents. They right. haven't forgotten. They're still. It's not like they're just you know forgetting about that shit. My, I mean, yeah. my family talks about the civil war, and it's still a PTSD. <laughs> still clearly there, man. You know. Yeah. And it influences yeah. their daily lives. No, and but things like in their actions, like they're not stuck in the same yeah. world or are like they? They're, they're, they're progressed. They're focusing on their day-to-day life. They've started the family. Exactly. No, I would I would say that still affects them because, like, for example, if they want to deal with uh, different different uh, communities that were involved in that war, it's not the same if there if there was no war in the first place. You know, no, they still they still haven't gone through the treatment of it. I think I think what my, not entire, not entirely, yeah. I guess there's uh, no such thing as the golden generation then, because everyone gets fucked in the ass at some point in their lives. Uh, yeah, <laughs> no, there's not. It's all perception. Like they, they're dealing. Yeah, it's like we. <clears throat> every time a new generation comes, they're just gonna be like, "Oh, that was the good generation." I bet you. Anything, yeah, exactly. Try, exactly. You know? So it's like, should we focus on who got it best and who did it better, or should we just purely focus on ourselves and try to move forward in life and try to be Ooh. in a better place? Yeah, that's where the real question lies. I mean, the best change is what kills us. Again, what kills us? The, like us comparing each other to different generations. Yeah. Like, we have expectations, yeah. like we need to be this, we need to be that. No, and I, I, I don't think you necessarily have to like compare yourself to previous generations to, to get this point. I think the point is just you prove much more by acting than you do by uh, whatever, whatever the fuck describing the issues or talking about it, you know? If you just act, I don't know what your idea is, but 
suppose you're talking about the civil war and how it impacts how you deal with people from uh, different uh, religious sects, right? The best thing you could do is show that, man, it's okay to hang out with people from different sects. Um, we have very similar experiences. We hang out together, we work together, we earn a living together. That's kind of the best way to show that you've moved past that. And that's what I try to do with my with my family, bro. But it's still, you know, the memory is still stuck in their head. Of course, man. Of course. Trauma yeah. is a real thing. Trauma yeah, is tough to get past. But yeah, that, that was the point that I was trying to make about the trauma. Mm. It yeah, just influences yeah. the, it, the way you act. Yeah, but that doesn't, that doesn't mean that, that doesn't, like, doesn't kind of disprove my point where I say, yes, they've gone through that shit, but still they were able to focus on themselves more than they focus on the past or the present as it was happening. Maybe they focus on surviving so that they see the end of it and continue what they were doing, at least, right? Yeah, like but you're making an infer you're making an inferral that they've gotten over it. I'm not saying like that it, they it got sounds... over it. I'm okay. saying that that uh, I'll say it again. The, there no, no, I got, I got it, I got it. I just, huh? I felt like the way you made it sound. It nah, just... nah, nah, nah. Of course, they didn't get over it, dude. My parents don't didn't get over yeah, the yeah. fucking quit invasion, and they lived uh, like through that shit. Yeah, you know I mean, my dad and my uncle were like literally war prisoners, and they still aren't over that shit. But does did that mean that to this day, like if I look at my dad and my uncle, they made it, they yeah. got in Kuwait really high positions to this day, right? And they were really like they went through shit, they've seen shit. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, but like, I, I asked my dad about the fucking invasion, and he sometimes doesn't like to talk about it. It shows, it mm -hmm, actually yeah. shows. But how come they went through fucking wars and shit, and they they did really good for themselves? And we're going through fucking internet drama, and we're barely making it through the day. <laughs> yeah, man. It's I don't know. Confusing. I just don't like comparing this kind of shit because, like, it's just yeah, because it's it's, it's a, a different battle. It's a different battle. It's a different battle. That's yeah. why. Like, that's my point. It's a different battle. You know, yeah, you're right. I, I agree with you on that. It is a different battle. Every generation is going to have their own thing to deal with. Right. It's just how we deal with it. But it's I agree wrong. with, uh, again, man, I don't know. You're, we're on a roll today. I agree with you, man. It is, <laughs> it, it, is a, it is a different battle, but it's good to keep things in perspective, man. It's yeah. good to look back and say things just were horrible. Just going to fucking say that. You know, things were horrible and mm -hmm. now things are better. A lot better. Uh, maybe we sh maybe we ought to maintain a sense of gratitude as we move forward in life. You've heard me say this before as well. Like uh, we're very blessed. No matter how bad we're having it, it's like we can have a world. Which is some people like, disagree God. with me. Some people say like you're wrong by just saying that because if if you downplay your feelings, you might like feel like it's, bad words it's not downplaying feelings though, boss. it's called counting your ah, blessings. i know i'm counting know. your blessings it's like i do want to like it just makes me think of um like all those things like count your blessings be a good worker do what your boss says you know whatever just just keep things going be happy and stuff that's great and but just from my experience all like the good people who like really work really hard and go the extra mile and like really want to do a good job <laughs> and actually end up having it worse than the people who don't really care about the jobs to begin with. For example, like- I guess Mike, it's finding that gray area of giving a shit right. about giving a shit. Well, it's like, I mean, you do want to give a shit about your job, right? Like people care about their jobs and- I definitely um, have to. If you're an employer, 
You know, you like, you oh, this guy. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to talk about like my old job, for example. When I was working my old job, I really cared about it. I really wanted to make a difference. I really like, you know, thought a lot about how I can, you know, voice my thoughts and just actually try to make a change and stuff. And then, <laughs> and because I really cared, but then what ended up happening is uh, I got bit in the ass pretty much <laughs> because of that situation and burnt out, whatever the situation is, because, um, you know, they see that someone's a good worker and a hard worker and they take, you know, they they take they take advantage of that situation, and um, yeah, and that's you know that's an even sadder story for me. Like like uh, then, for example, <laughs> let's say you're like um, a doc, like you have a medicine company, you work at a hospital, right? You have two doctors, Abbas Jawhar and Ali Shimri, right? Abbas, uh, this is just uh, I don't know, this is like a, a I'll give you a, a, extreme I'll give you example. A, I'll Let me, give you a real life example. Bro. Give about, me a real life analogy. Uh, about a friend that I knew who did an exceptional job um, as a civil engineer, bro. He was one of the best. Uh, he worked at a firm. Um, they loved him, man. He was so good at his job, uh, but he just got bored of it, right? He wanted a new job, and he was based here in Saudi Arabia. So the kafala system here is that if you want to move to a new job, you have to first get the approval of your current uh, guarantor. Right. Your current kafir has to agree, and you know, I'm willing to transfer your contract to a different job. If he doesn't agree, you have to go back. That's it. So, uh, um, they liked him, bro. He was a good, good employee, one of the best. But they didn't accept for him to cancel his uh, contract and to change, to move to like he was going to pay them, like whatever they paid the legal fees to get that done. He was going to pay them back and they would transfer. That's a, that's how it should be. Because they didn't right. agree, right? So he lost his job uh, and he couldn't get the new job. But luckily, yeah, he was with a good firm here. So they put up with that shit. But he had to go back to Lebanon and he spent so much on legal uh, fees just to get his, um, just to get those guys to actually like sign uh, to cancel his contract and even let him go back to Lebanon. Bro, they fucked with him so much and he lost mm. his job, he lost a lot of money. Ooh, he lost his uh, home, like he, oh, he had all his furniture and then he canceled his contract and he had to go back to Lebanon like within a week. So he didn't have time to like, sell stuff. So he had to kind of leave everything. So it's kind of a fucked up story when you think about it. And that's for, he got all of that for being a good employee because they didn't want to let him go. They wanted to keep him so they could benefit from his stay longer and longer. So absolutely, man, fucked up things do happen to good people and fucked up things do happen to everyone. And I agree, man, there's, there, you need to have a certain degree of uh, nonchalance or like uh, just keeping a cool head and not caring too much about what happened if things go wrong. Uh, and, you cannot, and, and to do that, you need to not be super invested in your job. You should care, but as soon as you're done, uh, you should kind of Leave that behind somehow. Yeah, that that brings yeah. back what I said, which is basically find that gray area of giving a fuck about what you do and not giving a fuck. It's sad, man, because everyone who cares about their job, you know, I respect them for, you know, caring about what they <laughs> they do, you know. But I know, the, you know, I know the reality is that those people end up being taken advantage of by their, you know, employers because they. <clears throat> They have a whatever a good attitude, and that they they tell them to do the work. They're gonna say yes, I'll do the work, 
But if you tell a grumpy guy to do the work, he's gonna say, "No, I'm not gonna do the work." Because so I they make <laughs> to do that shit. Which is so, a good. This is a good uh, ideology. I, people might hate me for this, but I have this ideology. Like, if I don't get paid enough to do something, I'm not gonna do it, regardless if I'm the best that can do it. Won't do it, you know. Unless, wait, well, that doesn't really apply to my job because I'm forced to do everything uh, to the best. Uh, of the day, if some kid came, Ali, I need you and your surgery, your magic. I don't get paid enough for this. Yeah, I don't get paid. Enough. <laughs> I'll be like, listen. <laughs> Go to Abbas. He's a good guy. Well, my dumbass is probably gonna do so much of that shit. Abbas is too kind to say no to you. He's also very smart. Some might say smarter than I am. Just go to Abbas. I don't get paid enough for this. I'm kidding. Of course, I'm gonna have to fucking help that kid. But regardless, I'm. The reality is that people end up doing what you do. Is like. Yeah, just go to the other guy. He's more likely to. It happens all the fucking it. time and quit. What are you talking about? They just let uh, okay. you to another doctor. So by then, like, it just makes me think. Like, I want to ask you guys this question: <laughs> If you had to, like, if you were like uh, the boss in the hospital and you had to, like, like a, you know, Abbas is doing all his work and he's doing a great job and he's like really doing his job great. Fuck and I'm you need to promote him. and you want to promote someone to like a managerial position. Would you rather promote Ali because? He's sour and he's 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 gonna be sour if he doesn't get the promotion. Or Abbas is gonna have a good attitude regardless of whatever happens. You want the humanitarian? Way you want the <laughs> Who way would the you promote? Works. I want to know what you guys think. If you had to, this is like this is the real you know like. Do you uh, want? Do you want the about honest this. answer? It's crazy. What's the honest you, answer? The honest the honest answer is people like me are the ones that usually get promoted. Why? <laughs> why? I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why. Because. How do I say this without offending anybody? <laughs> okay, I'll tell you. Uh, basically, from a business standpoint, people will always try to put the cutthroats, the ones that will do and not overdo, in a position where things will remain under control, right? Where someone as nice as Abbas, okay, and in, in like in, in hospital-wise, of course, he's the one who's probably going to get, you know, merited and higher up in the hierarchy based purely on his work ethic and knowledge right that's from the business. if it was a private hospital if it was a private hospital it would be me if it was a public hospital it would be us i should be a politician wallah this this that was the greatest <laughs> yeah that was the greatest answer i ever fucking gave that was so smooth so but then again we're we're in arabia so it's like quitting your job is like <laughs> you commit suicide before you quit your job in arabia bro <laughs> well let's be honest let's let's be honest Let's yeah, I think honest. I think uh, like for example, Lebanese people. I don't think they can do the quitting their jobs. Yeah, like they, they can't. They can't. They just can't. Arabs as a whole, we're too like we're the worst slaves. That's 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 uh, saying yeah. one of my cousins told me. Arabs make the worst slaves because <laughs> we don't. Yeah, hey, language, but uh, we don't. We're just bad at it. like we we don't hit the job. We hate ourselves for getting in that job. You know what I mean? So it's like we blame ourselves too much, and it pushes us pushes us over the edge. So it's like Arabs make the worst slaves, and this whole shit is uh, slavery. You know who my favorite people are when it comes to like managing that desire to 
knew but something. Say when it comes yeah. to slaves, I was gonna be like, huh? Who <laughs> 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 my favorite slaves are? Uh, Slavery was a okay, choice. Okay, you're kidding. I can't. I can't. No, 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 no. no, no. Nah. My favorite <laughs> slaves. Are, no, no, no. My favorite slaves are minions, bro. Minions as slaves would be the greatest thing. It's like just fucking do that shit and they'll do it for you in a heartbeat. But I was gonna say <laughs> my favorite people, like when it comes to like managing their job slash dream, are the people that first of all prove that they want this. So and what I mean by that is say he's working eight hours already, or he comes back home and he spends two hours every fucking day working on that other project you know he's proving to himself that this is something that matters to him a lot and he enjoys it and he's willing to do it even when he's tired even when it's not providing the benefit uh, immediately right and so the people that start the projects while they're working and they pick it off the, the ground those are the ones that uh, i respect the most because get it working first Prove that you care about it. Prove it's not just like a, uh, you know, like one of those uh, romantic uh, films where, oh, I, I suddenly fell in love with guitar. I'm gonna quit everything, <laughs> fucking oh, start a rock band, and uh, uh, you know, if just prove it's not something like that. Prove it to yourself first, and then the rest of it will fall into place on its own. Right. Give a shit. Well, with that, that's pretty said, deep. Thank you no, for, yeah, I agree with what, yeah, with what you, yeah, what you just said there. I think that's a great attitude about it. Bro, know, the co it collective perception I've gotten from this the discussion is that you should passionately not <laughs> give a shit to keep the job. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's what I'm getting. <laughs> like, okay, I'll, I'll, I'll take that. <laughs> keep keep that your is... job and exercise your other options. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Honestly. Yeah. Mind your options. own business. Yeah. Do no. your thing. Focus yeah. on yourself. Push yourself to the limits. Get to that point where you break that cycle. Thank you for watching another episode of Made to the Show. This has been The Wise Guys. Another guys enjoyed this episode as much as we enjoyed filming it for you. <laughs> Goku son! <laughs> right? If you guys enjoyed this episode, how much you enjoyed We all quit! Zero versus Goku. We all quit the show. Sorry for the that doesn't man. mean you shouldn't like, subscribe, and share. Please do drop a like, share this with you. Share. I'm sorry, man. I can't do this anymore. I, I had to say it live. Oh, shit. You got a wake up call, bro? Me too, man. Yeah, yeah I had a man. wake up call this morning. <laughs> nah, I, bro, bro, I, I swear, I swear when you're at the hotel and you want to like wake up early in the morning, you just give them a ring on zero. Like, bro. Give me a wake-up call. <laughs> <laughs> well, boys, nah, this is we've said enough. We've shot all over our friend enough. Peace, <laughs> love, happiness. I need to fucking see you, boys. <laughs> love you guys. <laughs>